Hey everyone, you're live on Professor Bats and Friends with the pork. Here we go. It's time to turn off the video, put it on photo. Emotional, damn it! I tell you what, you know, it's it's one thing when you you know, and I, I think of myself as a professional um, selfie person, and uh, there's so many times where I put my camera out there and I hit the button instead of taking a selfie, I hit a video, and that's just. Emotional damage. That's what it, it is. is. Emotional damage. Hey, welcome to the show. I hope y'all are having a good week so far. It's Taco Tuesday, and uh, we are we're celebrating um, trying to get over the More Expo. Uh, More Expo was this past weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, in Springfield, Missouri, and we all were there. Had an amazing, amazing time. And I'm glad that you are here because we're going to recap and take it from a few different views uh, from where we were at and, and where we were attending and what we were doing while we were there. Uh, so I'd like to welcome my co-host, Tony. How are you this week? I'm good, buddy. I'm, uh, I'm a little tired trying to get back to the swing of things, but uh, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, I'm good. Well, the swing of things, uh, the daily, the daily grind, the nine to five, I almost felt like, you know, when, when we used to have vacations when I was a child, and, I, and I've done a podcast on this, so uh, where my dad, what, you know, we didn't make a lot of money. My dad was a Baptist preacher. And so we, when we went out on vacations, he would save and save and save and save and save. And we would take a vacation. And, I mean, it was butt crack at dawn. Five o'clock, we were up. Get up. We got places to go. We got things to do. We got book, we got this booked, and we got to be here by a certain time. Got to be back, and you know we'd get back at the hotel that evening, and we'd just be dead. I mean, yeah. just tired, and we would have to come home to rest. Yeah. And I feel like that's what I did. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, I just feel wiped out. I feel like I've ran a marathon. I don't know, but I mean, it was daylight till dark, the after parties, all the good stuff, and I got lots to do. I yeah. know you got lots to do. <laughs> you ain't kidding. You ain't kidding. I was. I remember thinking last week. Uh, you know, with all the work that went into it, I was like, it'd be nice to to get back and you know and kind of kind of relax a little bit next week and not have a lot to do. But then, you know, when I got home, I was seeing all this stuff in the garage that uh, I didn't get done before I left. So, yeah. Anyway, same here. Same here. And I and I'll tell about my. My uh, my evening of hell on Sunday uh, when we get down to it here in just a minute, but uh, that left me with a lot to do this week. You know, it, a lot of a lot of this gear that you see is so cool that that you just you're like, I gotta have that, and you just sit there and you stare at it. And I stared at this for two and a half days, thinking, Oh man, I can't wait. I just right. can't wait. I just can't wait. And then when it finally came down to it, 
I was pulling my hair out. I was gritting my teeth. Uh, a lot of people just walked away from me. Um, <laughs> Misty <laughs> said that Joe just had to walk away. Yeah. Uh, or Connie told me that because I felt like I was getting a little, uh, I was irritated. Uh, yeah, I, I can tell that for sure. Frustrated. So yeah. Yeah. anyway, but yeah. um, uh, you, Tony, you're, uh, you're just redesigning your whole rig. Yeah. Um, it, so I, I'm just, uh, in the process of there, there's some things I want to add to the Rhino rack, yeah. uh, the bed rack. Um, I want to put a table mount under the tent. So I'm going to design some brackets to, uh, to do that. Uh, and then kind of rechange uh, the layout on the roof rack a little bit where some of the accessories go. Um, yeah. Jeremy with Rhino rack gave me some good ideas. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, I know it's 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 not going to be long till it looks completely different than it does now. So, yeah. everybody that went by the Randall Rack booth and saw your rig in the show, it's going to look completely different in a few weeks. We have a huge trip coming up first of June, and we are now pressed for time mm -hmm. as we try to get everything ready uh, for us to go head out west. For yeah. um, depending on who you are, is how long you're going to stay there. Yeah. And uh, so it's going to be an amazing, amazing time. Jared Cook, thank you for coming to the show. Arla says, love the new intro. I worked uh, most of the day on that, and I appreciate that, Arla. Uh, we got a lot of new footage. Tony did a great job. I tasked him with going around and getting yes. us some new footage of uh, the people to do the intro to the show, and he did a fantastic job all the way yeah. up to when he ran over his GoPro. Yeah, all the way, yep, all the way <laughs> and, to that. Uh, Fortunately, yeah. when you run over your GoPro with a overweight Gladiator, it does not crush the microchip that puts in there and stores everything. So, well, so if you micro SD card was safe, yeah, we marked ourselves safe from being ran over from right. the GoPro. Well, if you if you just run over it once, it it might have been okay, but I I couldn't just stop it once. I had to do it twice. Yeah, well, go uh, big or go home. Go yeah. big or go home. That's yeah. that's what happened. Well, we have with us one of our good friends. Uh, Tony met him when we were out in West Virginia, and I've known him for several years, and he stayed with us uh, in our Airbnb. Also in the Rhino Rack booth, we have the Pork from West Virginia. Pork, thanks for being with us. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Oh, well, yeah, we uh, some of us heard about your trip on the way out there and, and uh, how that ways you and ways got kind of crossways oh, lord we could have went all day without bringing that up uh, well you know if anybody can turn a 700 mile trip into a thousand mile trip you've done it better than anybody i've ever seen yes ways got me where i didn't want to be very quickly i'll give them that yeah well you got to um, see some cool things um, i did i did mm -hmm. a lot of but bugs um a lot still of some of the props. bugs on there but it also took you to a place where you had never been in St. Louis, and you were real excited to get to see the gateway to the West. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, ultimately, it got me where I wanted to be. Um, ultimately, yeah. Ultimately, um, you know, 16 and a half hours later, it got me where I, I needed to be. But I did see a lot of uh, cool stuff on the way out there. Spent uh, years of watching YouTube, hearing about Uranus. Yeah. And I actually passed the... 
the Uranus the fudge factory fudge factory and yeah. you know had i not been having such a terrible drive i probably would have gotten off that exit and journeyed back to it but <laughs> by that time i was like i don't give a crap about anybody's uranus i want to get to where i'm going yeah so uh it uh oh ultimately it took a while but it's still and i got i took in a lot of views well, seen good. a lot of potential uh parks and stuff to stay in on the on the next trip out yeah well good so, well good yeah, well, Joe wants to know if we're taking any live calls tonight. Only and he asked that terrible, because, um, because my good old buddy Joe um, called into the show right after we had started last week. And he said, well, you should have just put me on. I said, well, you should have been listening to the show and you would have known I was live. But anyway, thank you, Misty, for commenting on that and tell Joe he can call me anytime. I don't know if I'll answer, but that's what's going to happen. That's going on. What's going to happen? We got a lot of new people in the night. Michael Kubitka just got his new patch in. Uh, Michael is trying to get patches in all 50 states. So if you are wanting uh, a pretty cool patch, uh, look up him on Instagram and he'll get you a patch. He's got some cool ones. What's your um, tingle? Oh, what did, uh, Michael, uh, tell us your Instagram uh on here comment on your instagram and we'll have people look you up so they can content uh contact you about getting a patch oh sasha it's supposed to be about the journey not the destination ways was trying to help him make it a journey and it did so the power of positive thinking thank you uh that's right michael kubitka said it's little red mike so if you look up little underscore red underscore mike content about uh, getting a patch from him, and uh, he'll be real excited to get you one. Uh, Arla, oh my has jokes. Arla has jokes. Got jokes. Arla's got jokes. Hey, girl, hey. Um, have you ever dried off with a hand towel? So, yeah. <laughs> uh, this but I'm the only story, one that won story, the lottery. Funny story with that. Um, we all stayed in an Airbnb last weekend. Uh, Porker came in at a late time, so he didn't actually get his own room. Uh, well, he got his own room. It's called the living room and uh, had the biggest room out of all and slept on the couch two nights before he realized there was a bed in the couch and uh, also showered two nights before he realized that there was a full size towel in um, the closet in in there. He dried off with a hand towel. And uh, if you've never seen him, he's not a small man. So I can't I can't imagine how much drip drying was going on during that. <laughs> It was something. Oh my goodness. Well, if anyone has missed, if anyone missed more expo last weekend, I can tell you it was some kind of a treat for us. It was it was uh the third year that we have had the more expo in Springfield, Missouri. Uh, the Midwest overlanding and off-road expo is what more stands for. Always leaving you wanting more. More. Uh, it's a yeah. great name because you can really go a million ways with that. It's it's just so cool. Yeah. Um, but it was my third year um, to be at the show, and it was my third year to be a vendor at the show. So I've never been a regular person at the show, and I really didn't. I uh, really don't know what it's like to. Uh, to be just a regular person there. Travis says it was his first and it was great. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, Kayla, Travis. Kayla Hubbard says, good evening guys. More <laughs> rocked my socks off. That's awesome. Um, Travis said it was also great meeting me and my awesome wife. Thank you. It was good to meet you as well. Uh, we, we had a great time. 
this is my second time to work with uh, Aaron in the Artemis booth. And uh, last year I was in the Rhino Rack booth. So I decided to step out of the Rhino Rack booth and help Aaron and let you guys be in the Rhino Rack booth. And I was so excited for you to have this opportunity because it's one thing to be able to get to go to the show um, and, and see the things, but in but you, you miss out on seeing a lot of things. Yeah. Um, if you're not a vendor, because you, you get move in day yeah. and, and you get to see the building before there's any, everybody, anyone in it. So Porker and I got there before anybody did. We, we pulled in and saw, I got there on Wednesday. We helped install, uh, Misty's, uh, bumper on her, um, on her forerunner at Artemis. Yeah. And then Thursday morning we loaded up and we headed to the Moore Expo and it was move-in day. Around nine o'clock, everybody started showing up. So when Porker and I pulled in, everybody was lined up at the front, uh, ready to check in. So uh, Rhino was there and he was getting everybody that was that was checking in all the vendors. And Porker and I walked in the side door and we walked in there and there was not one vendor set up in there yet. It was nothing. it was just a big sea of nothing in that west wing and we were there when the very first rig rolled in um and we saw several roll in and we actually got to help uh which was a treat for me uh when jerry with timbo tusk rolled in i uh, got to meet jerry i've jerry leclerc i was so excited to meet him um and he had come by the uh, he had come by artemis on wednesday afternoon he had drove he had driven for i don't know how many days he had taken to drive all the way from California to get there. And uh, he said since it was April, it was a good time for him. He wanted to get away. He had a good drive. And it was it was awesome to meet him, and Porker and I got to help him unload his stuff. And that was a treat for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. So really cool, really cool. But after that, everybody started rolling in, and um, it, was, it was just one thing after another. I think y'all had a 10 o'clock – move in time but it got pushed out because a lot of the big trailers were in there in your way yeah. and uh we had an 11 o'clock we got to pull in i put my trailer in there and then pulled out and i put my vehicle in the in the storyteller area as as uh tony had arla's jeep out there yeah so um you know it was for me a treat <laughs> now tony how was it for you this year coming in being a regular attendee last year, how different was it for you on that first day coming in and actually getting to be a vendor? Well, it was it was just an amazing experience. I mean, it's a completely different perspective. Um, you know, you, you get to meet more people. You talk about this stuff a lot more, um, meet more friends, uh, catch up with old friends. But uh, uh, it's just it's just a different, uh, you know, just a different experience. Um you know the the thing that you don't do is you you don't uh, see the you know experience this more and more, you know. Which I, for me that would be yeah. probably the biggest downside, but uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade this experience for anything. It's just fantastic. Yeah, I agree. You know, there's a lot of things that you don't get to see, you don't get to participate in as a vendor, yeah. especially if you don't have uh, more people in your booth than what you need now. Uh, Porker, you were also in the in the rental rack booth. How was it for you coming in this year? I know, um, and, and what I want to know from you was, uh, 
you know, we had, we had explained to you what this was and we had shown you pictures and, and, you know, tried to give you the best account of what we could possibly give to you is to give you a heads up of what you're getting into. How did that compare to what it actually was? Well, you know, pictures never does anything any justice at all. Um, you know, I had I had a pretty good idea, but when you get there and witness it from empty to full to the parking lot bleeding over, mm. and, you know, just thousands of, of people walking, you, you really start then to get a feel. Well, you know, those pictures was telling the story, but it ain't nothing compared to what you witness being there. Yeah. Yeah. This show was, was, you know, my first other than, you know, like outdoor shows and stuff here local. But um, to be everything that we're into and so much of it there at one time was, I was in awe for the for the longest time. And, and you know, I, I got to walk around a little more than, uh, than Tony did. Um, he uh, he stayed a little busier than I did, but my first time I wanted to get, get out there and, and uh, see as much as I could. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the pictures didn't do it any justice at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was, um, you know, it was the biggest year ever. Uh, first year, it was just in the West Wing, and that was all it was. And I remember so many people in there that you not not even being able to move. I mean, it was, it was just incredible. And then last year, uh, he opened up the center, and then he opened up the East Wing. So it became the largest indoor overlanding show in the United States at that time. And I remember, okay, everybody is spread out. So it will, you know, it won't be as packed in here. And, you know, it was still Saturday and Sunday last year, but um, with it being in February with COVID going on, it was one of the few events that actually took place. Everything else was canceled. And so it was, um, it was just one of those things where, yeah, this is cool, you know, and I need to walk around because he's got twice as many vendors this year as he had last year. And and here we are in 2022, and he had to open up so much room outside for vendors because he had ran out of room inside. And it was just, it was it was really cool. But the, with the one problem that we had, um, you know, moving it to April, we thought, man, the weather's going to be so nice. It's going to be so so much better. Having outside vendors is going to be great. Everybody's going to want to hang out out there. And we even talked to Chris last week, and he said, you know, everybody's going to want to hang out with the storytellers and and be able to be able to hang out outside. And uh, the weather did not cooperate on Friday. It no. was just unbelievable. The wind, I you know, it's all it's. I've noticed that it's always windy in Springfield, but man, it was just unreal i guess it's because you know april is our time for the worst weather uh it all it rains a lot have a lot of storms we had tornadoes last night I'm supposed to have them again tonight and tomorrow and you know it's just one of those times where it was it would just picked up it just picked the day this is the day this yeah. is the day it's gonna be and it yeah. was cold rain we had rain and sleet rain and sleet it actually snowed a little bit yeah. Uh, people were camped out back. Um, this is the first time they'd ever had camping there. So people were camped out. Um, some people's awnings blew away. I mean, the wind was fierce. Yeah. I know a lot of people were camped at S'more. Uh, this is the first time that uh, we had worked really hard. Chris and I had worked really hard about um, 
getting everybody out to s'more because of the s'more to more rally sponsored by midland uh, my shirt you can tell my hat we're going yeah. to talk about midland here in a minute yeah and um uh, so uh it was just it was that first night was just miserable it was just uh so much wind uh it was almost like camping at the beach during the winter it was, right. it was crazy right. uh but um uh travis asked did chris tell y'all a full attendance number no he never mentioned it to us um i don't know if he has uh in his mind about how many were there or not or if he can share that with us looks like he's on here um he says we've come a long way from day one couldn't have achieved this without such an amazing community and i and i believe that uh his staff was on point this year everybody that that red that wore the black and red shirts that said staff on the back they did an amazing job making sure everybody was taken care of making sure everybody parked in the right spot making sure all the doors were guarded the gates were guarded i uh, felt very safe and uh I, chris came around a couple times to the booth and said uh, do y'all need anything and i said no we're great you know yeah. we're great because everything was going great um and to answer your question he says still crunching numbers so Still trying to come through with that. Uh, Van City has joined us from Vancouver, Canada. I uh, appreciate hey. you joining us, man. Mm-hmm. We're really excited that you're here. Uh, Arla says the best show yet. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I felt yeah. bad for everybody so outside fun. on Friday. It was it was not very fun. It wasn't, especially for uh, the vendors out there. I know we had talked to um Oki overland who tried to set up their little tents that they have to cover everything and kayla said it was just blowing everything away and yeah. it was just it was just rough and and the people that were wanting to talk to the storytellers uh you know had to find a little nook or cranny here to try to get out of the wind so it was uh it was rough that friday yeah uh, saturday came around and it was a little bit better the weather was a little bit better um everybody seemed to have a much better time on saturday and said you know we don't mind spending some time outside so so that was pretty cool it, it changed from two days to three days this year to get everybody a a chance to see more and do more which i think is so good yeah i think it's so good um i mean we have somebody on here that said um that said that they actually spent two whole days walking through um and you know i think that's I think that's what it takes. If you're going to take your time to see everything, it's going to take a two, two full days to go back. Because a lot of times I know as a vendor that a lot of people w- walk around and look at everything and on one day and then the next day they come back and they actually shop. Yeah. So it takes two days to see everything. And then that gives you another day to do this more to more route. Right. And so that actually gives you some time. So with it being two days, if it was two days and you had this more to more route, there's a bunch of people that would miss out on a whole lot of stuff. Right. So um, it's just, it's just one of those things that, um, that you just say, what that three days now is so much better than what we had at the last two days. Yeah. Friday was rough. The rest of the weekend was great. There's MC ranch overland hanging out with my friends. Cheers, Mike and Carolyn. Hey, Mr. Mike. Uh, MC Ranch Overland, one of our sponsors that have been there with us from the beginning. If you see in the background, we have their original fire reflector set up. Uh, we may not be sitting around a fire right now, but uh, Tony's got his up standing up behind him, and we have put the background 
as the original fire reflector. So go to MC Ranch Overland and check that out. I promise you, uh, you will you will see that this is a great great. Totally product. change your uh, campfire experience. I guarantee you. Travis says Saturday was perfect. We yeah. did the s'more to more route that day, and it was so beautiful for the drive. Chris did awesome on the route. Um, that's that's cool. I'm I'm really glad that somebody's in here that that actually was able to do the s'more to more route because I wasn't able to talk to many people uh, about that because we were talking about products in the booth, mm-hmm. and I uh, really didn't get to get some feedback from people on that how much they liked it and. You know, it was a long route and it was different that you had to go from point to point to point. So it was something like a lot of these people had never experienced. Right. And I think I think we had heard that they had over 300 people do this. Yeah. Yeah. I heard uh, the number was just over 300 entries. So maybe maybe Chris can confirm that. But uh... yeah, I heard around 320 something uh, ish, something around in that. So there was a lot of people that really took advantage of this more to more route. And i tell you what, they did a great job putting it together. Midland took that and ran with it and did a phenomenal job. The brochures were really cool. 329 is what Chris said. Yeah. 329. That that, awesome. That's great. That's great. It's sad we couldn't have one more person to make it 330 to make it easier to say. But <laughs> next year, next year we're going to shoot for 400. And uh, so it was, uh, it was one of those things things that was just extra you know you you go to an event like this and a lot of times it's just you go to the event like a boat show or or rv show or something like that and you leave there talking about rvs well an event like this has so much more to do with it because there's so much more uh hence that hence the name more. Right. more and um and you're able to experience more so you're not only talking about the gear you're talking about the storytellers that you're met uh, you know, I was able to meet uh, some of the people that I love to watch, like yeah. Cotty Wample Overland. I know. Uh, meeting those guys, and they invited us out to their house. We got to spend some time with them out there. And uh, you f- you realize that these people are exactly who you thought they were. They're just real, mm-hmm. ordinary, down to very, yeah. very genuine, genuine, yeah. very genuine people. Yeah. Good people. And, um, you know, I want to have them back on the show because we had them on the show when they were doing the SCAR, the South Carolina Adventure Route. And uh, and all they had was wind and rain and cold, and they were freezing to death, and we had a bad connection. And and uh, Bill told me, he said, man, we got to come back on there when we have normal circumstances. I said, yeah. well, I'd love to have you. Love said, to have you. We need to have a do-over on them. Do-over. Do-over on them. We might have um, to we might have to share an Airbnb with them next year. That that oh, was man. that was so much fun. fun. Good times. So much fun to hang with and uh, and talk about. Um, now, now, Tony, tell me uh, what was what was your main job, I guess, at the event, and what what did you what did you have to do there, and what did you spend most of your time doing? Well, so I I had the gladiator in the Rhino Rack booth, and uh, you know Aaron. Aaron and uh, Brian with Rhino Rack sent me some products to install on the Gladiator and and you know kind of showcase those at the uh, at the expo. So I got to I got to hang out and talk about my truck and talk about their products and and uh, you know it just it just never got old at all. I just there was always somebody it. around your Gladiator. 
Yeah. They were, they were either sitting on the tailgate uh, looking at the rack or they were inside looking at the gigantic holes you had to drill in your roof. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was, uh, that was, that was a tough thing to do. It took like, I think what did I say? It took four hours to drill the first hole and then about 30 minutes to drill the other seven. So I'm not sure I could have done it. it uh, a porker makes his living on drilling holes in vehicles, so that doesn't all day long. Yeah, yeah. All day and uh, but but somebody like me, uh, I just boy, that makes me sick of my stomach just thinking about it. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, I wanted to do a good job, wanted to do it right. You know, wanted to make sure that their product was uh, productly, uh, uh, properly displayed. You know, so uh, anyway, wow. just I, I'm just really thankful and and. Uh, you know, grateful for that experience. So yeah, no kidding. American Frontier Overland said more to more rally was a blast. Broke two struts though. Oh, oh, no. no, goodness, that was um, that's some. That's One something. strut sounds bad, but two, oof. Goodness gracious, that made for a rough ride home. I guess. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, both Tonys and uh, Miss Bats off road rigs look awesome. That's because Tony spit shined them right before they came. Uh, uh, yeah. He keeps his rigs cleaner than anybody I've ever met in my whole life. And uh, so he had them suckers shining, uh, glowing in the dark almost. Tried to. And, uh, Tried to. Yeah. It's it's yeah. hard when you drive them, you know, every day. But uh, And I and I tell you another thing that, that both of you had to deal with and uh, was that when your vehicles are in the show, you don't have a ride. Yeah. Yeah, and, we were bumming rides every time we turned around. Yeah. Um, and I know Porker does not like riding in the passenger seat. Not at all. But I was just thankful I could ride in another Toyota. I'm forever yeah. grateful for that. And I didn't have to crawl in a Jeep or something. Yeah. Something even worse than that. We'll, we'll look for the opportunity to give you a ride in a, in a proper Jeep. Well, I, I, I should have told my wife to bring the Prius, and you would have loved crawling oh, in that. Oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> that would have been the icing on the cake. Uh, no, not a Prius. We would, uh, you could, we could have brought the Prius, and we could have used Waze to get us back and forth to the Airbnb. You would love that. Waze probably that. comes preloaded in the dash on that one. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, uh, Porker, what was your, uh, what was your main role? What, what did you uh, do pretty much every day at the, at the expo? Well, a lot like Tony, but you know, Rhino, uh, Brian, and Aaron, they were predominantly answering the questions about the rhino rack products and uh you know occasionally we would we would be asked questions and, and we'd answer them but you know we spent i spent more time telling people about the other parts of my rig that they were interested in but you know i helped uh ac and brian out as much as i could but um their their primary role was to to talk about the products and uh we just filled in the, the best we could when they needed it yeah yeah well, that's true. Um, we uh, we all had different roles. Uh, we all did different things, man. We all enjoyed it uh, in our own individual way. You know, Aaron Aaron said so many great people willing to share their knowledge and experience, and and that was the way it was for me too. You know, I got to meet um, uh, Down to Mob and Julie, yeah. oh, uh, his girlfriend. That treat. was a treat. Phil what and a Julie, treat for me. Yeah, you know, I told I told a lot of people the. Julie and I have been friends for years. Uh, I was on night shift and she was on night shift and uh, she would, she would send me uh, messages uh, and uh, 
and asked me about something that I'd made for the FJ and she had an FJ too. And, and so we would keep each other awake when we were on shift together. And, and, uh, that was fun. You know, we became friends over the years, talked about FJ stuff and, and I've had her on the show. And, uh, when she, when she met, uh, down to mob, I thought, man, I'm so glad that she's happy. I'm just so happy for her because you travel out there alone for so long and you finally meet somebody uh, that, that loves the same things that you love and, and travels just like you do. It seemed like a match made in heaven, and they seem like yeah. they're so happy together. Yeah, yeah, and they I'm do. Very excited for them. Another, so another genuine couple there. Very genuine. Uh, so nice. And uh, they were willing to uh, come on and help us uh, do some intros and stuff, and I really appreciate them doing that. Um, but, the, you know, that was just the people. That's That's what made it for me. Yeah, uh, yeah. Was, that's what made it so fun. There were so many people there that came up and said, you know, uh, love your content, watch your show. Uh, I need to get one of your patches. I bought one of your patches. Uh, you know, just different things like that. And um, and it was just nice to meet people that I watch, and it was nice to meet people that watch the show. So yeah. it was great all all around for for us. I know about that. Well, for those of you who don't know, we've been talking about the More to More Rally. And that was sponsored by Midland. Midland USA makes radios, uh, GMRS radios, and they actually sponsor the show. So we're going to take just a minute and talk about them as one of our sponsors. Stand by. It's now time for the Sponsor Spotlight, talking about all the products, services, events, and businesses that we use and love. Here we go. Now we all, all three of us use Midland radios in our vehicles. Uh, yep. I have the uh, 400. Tony, Same. what do you have in yours? You have 400? Yeah. Porker, what do you have in yours? I got the micro um, 12, Two, 275. 275. The MXT 275. Yep. Yep. I got so many um, radios in there, it's hard to keep track. I know, and, and I knew when I asked you that it was going to be like, which one? Uh, I, was going, so, I almost said Icon, but it was, it was yeah. an honest accident. Honest accident. <laughs> Porker's, um, Porker's dash looks like the cockpit of an airplane with all the radios and the screens and everything. Uh, 757. It and, it, and it's gotten worse. Yes. It, has, it, but, it, got, it got worse over the weekend. But the weight of that took the vibration out. Oh, good. I don't I don't have the wobble anymore. Good. Awesome. Well, well, we um we were able to communicate um pretty much all week and and everybody that was there that had hand handheld radios at the Moore Expo use the Midland radios. And that's pretty much all I've ever had in my vehicle. Uh, Tony and I use the MXT 400, which is uh, the, the base unit that's got 40 watts of power. I love the MXT 275 that Porker has because it, all the controls are on the head unit. So you can mount the main unit under the seat and not have to worry about mounting it in a special place or anything like that. That's what we're planning on putting in Connie's vehicle. Easy mounting solutions. Yeah. Uh, and Midland has just about every option that you possibly have. Oh, they got that, a ton of options. That's the one that Miss Bats Off-Road runs. The two Miss Bats Off-Road has a Midland as well. Yes. And so I'm, we I'm hoping love to get it. Sasha talked into it, and she's going to get one of those as well. I'm sure awesome. she'll chime in here any second about it. Well, as much as she likes to talk, you've got to give her more avenues whereby she can communicate. So uh, that would be great. Uh, she would love that. And while we're talking about the Midland radios, we want to 
give a shameless plug to a giveaway that we're having right now. We just announced it on our Instagram at the Overland Philosopher and Bats Off-Road. We have a Midland Micro Mobile GMRS 2-watt, uh, let's see, two-way radio, 15 watts of powerful communication. We're giving this away. We just announced it today on our Instagram, so you can go to either overlandphilosopher.com or Bats Off-Road and sign up to win this nice Midland radio, and I will send it to you if you win. So you got to go there and win. So hopefully you'll do that. Very easy to enter. And Aaron, you can join the Midland team just like we're on the Midland team. If you yes. Want. So that's pretty much amazing. Uh, I'm excited to give that away because communication is something that everybody needs. Uh, you that's need right. a way to communicate. So uh, that will get you in the game and make sure that you can communicate if you need help or if you need to know where to go or if you just need to say, hey, hey. What's up? So, you know, like, you know, it was cool when we were rolling into town Thursday morning and I, I got on the radio. I was still several miles away and I started talking uh, to see, you know, how close I'd have to be before you guys could hear me and, and Porker heard me right away. Yeah. So uh, it was it was cool, you know, to kind of find out, you know, exactly where where he was before we got there. So, yeah, that's anyway. cool. Uh, American Frontier Overland uses the MXT 275, and you're right, Porker. She did chime in. She couldn't uh -huh. help it. All I will say about the radios is the pork taco is that they make me feel like Connie prior to the Autotronics overhaul on Little Girl. No room. <laughs> well, you have a forerunner. You got your own rig, so that way you don't have to ride in the pork taco. That's a good thing about husbands and wives having their own rigs. Um Misty and Joe from the day we make, they have their own rigs. Tony and Arla, they have their own rigs. Joey and Connie have their own rigs. Pork and Sasha have their own rigs. So we're all good. There you go. She had to ride with me today because she missed me because I was gone so long. Yeah. Oh, well, you know. And I offered to take the um, Jotto desk out that has the uh, iPad and whatnot mounted on it. But she... She uh, graciously let me leave it in there, but I've still not recovered sleep-wise. So uh, she, oh, she is goodness. a little crowded. Yeah. Well, I know um, uh, it was uh, – it's, it's, it's just one of those things. You know, you have all this gear. You just have to deal with it. And I had the same type of setup when I first built um, my FJ. I had a big old stand of radio stacked upon radio stacked upon radio. And my wife, as awesome as she is – Rode all the way back, 25 hours from Colorado, all the way there, all week, all the way back, never dropped a word. Now that it's gone, she'll she'll say, you remember when I was in here and I didn't have no room and I didn't say a word about it the whole time? Yeah, she'll remind <laughs> me about that now. She didn't, she didn't say anything about it then. You know, uh, women have memories like elephants. They don't forget yeah, that. Yes. And, uh, and they can recall it at the snap of a finger. Yeah. Well, you know, when you, when you upset them, First they get hysterical and then they get historical. So that's the way that works. <laughs> Just always remember that. Always remember that. That's a good point. And Sasha says, despite how we act most of the time, I actually like being with him. So I like riding with him. Well, there we have it, folks. Uh, we have it so uh, mushy. black and white. Uh, evidence for court one day, probably. There you go. So uh, here we go. Oh, he gave oh. Porker also won some sleeping bags from Artemis. Yes. Uh, while you the were Artemis there. after party. Saturday and night. let me tell you, 
I, he I'm says that he too. has the worst luck of anybody in this world. But on this trip, not only did he win the sleeping bags, but Tony, <laughs> on the way back one night, stopped and got a a small little. Uh, what were those, Tony? Scratch off cards. Yeah. Yeah, for he, everybody, he in the out to everybody in the house. And who was the only one that won? Yeah. That dude right there. Porker. Porker was the only one that won. So he talks about how bad his luck is, but yet he is a winner. Life was changed forever. He may have been driving off with a hand towel, but he was he won sleeping hey. bags and and scratch offs. So Oh my goodness. That hilarious. is awesome. Well, let's get into a little bit more about More Expo. We're going to talk about our favorite booths. We're going to talk about the layout, the classes, all that stuff. But let's take just a minute and take a break. We'll be right back. You're watching Professor Bass. Hi, this is Jerry from Temple Tusk. This is Aaron with Artemis Overland Hardware. Hi, I'm Matt. I'm Kara from Ozark Overland Adventures. I'm Adam with Oki Overland. I'm Tate with Overland Spices. Hey guys, what's up? It's Drew with Rock Squash Designs. Here with the Rock Squash. This is Jeff with Mad Active Hi, I'm Julie, the Overlander next door. And I'm Phil from Down to Mob. And, and you're, you're watching. watching. Professor. 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 Bats. And bats. <laughs> bats. Professor. Crazy. Professor. 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 Bats and Friends. 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 Sponsored by Artemis Overland Hardware in Springfield, Missouri. More Expo. Tac Form Mounts. Trail Rated Coffee. Linson Solar. Howling Moon Tents and Awnings. Big Iron Overland Rally, June 10th through the 12th in West Mineral, Kansas. Mountain Hatch. Lifesaver Water Filters. MC Ranch Overland. Snowmaster Fridges. EcoFlow. Timbo Tusk. Dow Dynamics Lighting. And our good friends at Midland Radio. Thank you for joining our show. We have a great guest coming on. No pros, just bros on this show. Thank you for being here. Here we go. So I appreciate everybody who, uh, who who joined in on that, and I appreciate Tony for going around and getting those. It was yeah, a man. treat. That was uh, so much fun. I you actually got so many. Yeah. You got so many that I couldn't even fit them all in there. So we're going to have to rotate them out, you know, to give everybody a chance to be famous. Yeah. I, I, wish I, I wish I'd gotten more, you know. I mean, uh, uh, we went around Sunday doing that, and it was just because it was, it was kind of – at the end of the show and it was just enough time to do that. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, it was, it was cool. I'm just glad you didn't tear the GoPro up too bad to get the, <laughs> the work, the hard work that you put into it off of it. I know. I know. You I was worried about that the whole way home, whether or not the, the, uh, uh, oh, the card was damaged. Card, yeah. Well, now, yeah. Tony, do you want to give a plug for GoPro? I know, uh, I know you were talking high on them today. Yeah, so uh, we we have these uh, GoPro subscription. It's what I got whenever I bought that that uh, the GoPro Hero Ten, and you know it gets you discounts and things like that on the accessories. But what it also does for those that may not know is it allows you to if you've got a camera that's got a problem with it, you can send it in, and they'll have a uh, a um, and it's kind of like a deductible. Mm-hmm based on the model of camera that deductible is a little bit different for the one that I have 
it's $99. However, they had pity on me and they opted to cover that wow. because, I, because I ran it over. They're like, wow. this guy's so dumb. He, yeah. he sets his guy. GoPro down. He sets it down on his 37-inch tire. Yeah. Yeah, of, uh, Mary. And this, we need to this, help this guy out. This is the only thing that survived. Oh, the little micro SD <laughs> yes. card. Yes. We are so excited that that lived because we yeah. had some gold on there. Yeah. Uh, and I was worried all the way home. I really was. I was and too. I think before I got home, you told me that they were all there and they were working and you were uploading them to uh, a, a drive. And I was so excited. Yeah. So, so the, so if you, if you look in the end of the GoPro where you take the battery out, the, the, the SD card slides right in next to it. Well, my, it, it, instead of it being a rectangle, it was kind of like this. An obtuse it was it was yeah it was not square <laughs> in any way and so the, the i had to kind of pry the sd card a little bit pry it to get it out of there so wow. that was well yeah. well uh, yeah. thank you lord for uh, making sure that stayed good Very. because you had worked really hard on getting those videos and <laughs> and uh, yeah. i was i was really excited to see them because i saw you do a few of them and uh and i was really excited to really excited to, to see, him to see them, the so. results yeah yeah michael's That's right that was uh this luck look at yeah, the card for sure for sure well porker what was your favorite part about the show what what was uh what was your favorite part that you will remember the most man it's it's really hard to answer this because there was so much um you know i learned a lot i've learned a lot over the past year but you know that the the lessons I took from people from looking at their the rigs and what have you out there, but meeting <laughs> the folks that I've spent countless hours watching their videos and liking them and you know watching their their commercials to help monet their monetization value um, to meet those people to talk to them to get invited to their house and hang out with them eat dinner with them. I don't know that any other experience that I personally had could top that. Now, it was an honor to be in the in the Rhino Rack booth, but that was more business than personal. The personal part was meeting all these people. Yeah. And I'll, those those memories that I made in that, you know, I, I was gone a week. Uh, other than the, the trip out there, everything else was phenomenal. I'll never forget it. Tony, what was your biggest takeaway? Uh, well, I mean, you both really hit the nail on the on the head, so to speak. I mean, it was the people. Um, you know, obviously, we're very into, you know, this community and the, the products and the, the events and stuff. But, um, you know, just, just being with, uh, you know, the people that enjoy the same things, going to these, these events, the, the people that put on this event, Chris and his staff, um, and just meeting, meeting new friends, catching up with new friends, the after party, um, you know, just the, the memories, the, uh, uh, the experience, uh, I'll cherish, you know, for forever. So Same. Same um, I, I've, I've worked a lot in the last couple of months, getting ready, getting everything ready. And now I'm, now I'm ready to, to get out and, 
and use uh, it to use. Put it to <laughs> use. Yeah, need to need to share yeah. the campfire with these people. Yeah, no kidding. I, I, I'm the same way. You know, just just meeting the people that you've talked to, messaged, uh, that I've interviewed. Uh, you know, it's just it's you. You cannot replace a face to face. Yeah, uh, it's it. It just means more uh, than anything. Or being, you know, when Julie handed me her sticker, um, you know, when I got a when I got a hat from uh, Bill and Deb, um, you know, it's just one of those things where you you'll never forget that. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just and it's and it's cool. And and Michael says I'm excited to see everyone who enters video perspectives in the giveaway. You know, Chris is offering five hundred dollars to. Uh, the best, the best video. So they're really going to up their game on the videos that they did this past week. And, and uh, we saw, you know, fries on the side out there every day, uh, shooting video, Matt and Kara were shooting tons of video. Uh, I know they were, they were just out there really stepping their game up to really not only promote themselves and get views for themselves, but to help Chris out and to help more expo out because, that's that's the way that they think you know yeah. if 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 we do a good video people will watch it and they'll be drawn to more expo and that yeah. and i love that about about them you know it's not about uh the 500 dollars. it's not about getting uh, so many views that means a lot yes but helping others out i think is the heart of where they come from now we're going to talk about booths for a minute i was able to get away for just a few minutes and see the different booths around there. And I'll have you both thinking about what your favorite booth was. I uh, really enjoyed visiting with Jerry from Timbo Tusk. I really uh, enjoyed the Rock Squatch guys. They're always fun to hang out with. I love seeing all the new trailer builds. Uh, but I've really got to give props to Ryan at CB Adventure Supply. There was one thing that I was interested in, and he took time out. And, and it wasn't just because it was me. He did this with everybody. Uh, he would he would take time out and he would go and he would explain to you how it works, show you all the features, and took however long it took to make sure that you understood the product and were able to see whether it was right for you or not. He wasn't pressing the product on you. Yeah. But if it was right for you, he wanted you to understand. And he did that for me. And I actually made a purchase from him because he he showed me even more than what i thought it would do and i and i am so excited to get the new uh uh gorman overlander it's so cool. <laughs> it's so cool. i'm so excited so anyway uh, it hasn't come in yet so i don't have my hands on it uh, i actually um let somebody else have it over my hand. so anyway i uh, gotta give some props to him loved his booth he had some amazingly cool people there yeah. We were able to have dinner with one night. I uh, can't remember the name, their names for the life of me. Do you remember them, Tony? Oh, gosh. I was sitting here Chevy, afraid. I believe they had a Chevy Colorado with an Aggie yeah. cap on it. Yeah. Super um, cool people. And, uh, really and they had cool the Jeep Renegade. And they had the Jeep Renegade uh, that was round-aligned. So it was uh, really cool people. I know I followed them on Instagram. Oh. I can't remember their name or off the top of my head. Yeah, dead Yeah, we'll get back with you on that. Tony, yes. what was your favorite booth? So, uh, one of the things that uh, you know you go through on your builds, you get through different uh, different aspects. You know, wheels and tires, suspension, 
racks, things like that. And and where we're at with with basically all three, you know, the gladiator, the JK, and the trailer is lighting. So my favorite booth. Dow Dynamics. Dow Dynamics. So I, I got to go out there and, you know, when you look at Dow Dynamics and you, you go to their website and looking at their products, they have different stages of lights. You know, you got the, the, the sports and the pros, the combo beam pattern or the flood or the spots. Well, their trailer, they had like a semi-trailer set up out there and they had all of the lights that I was interested in, both sport and pro in the various sizes. And they could turn them on and let me see what they would do. Hmm. And they gave me advice on on what to use, like on the side of the rack, you know, for camp lights, things like that. So, yeah, uh, like you said, there were so many, so many great booths, so many that I didn't get a chance to go around and see. But for me, I really enjoyed the uh, Dial Dynamics. Awesome. Pork, what was your favorite booth? I mean, there was a bunch, but uh, I'm going to have to go with CB, you know, Adventures as well. They had a lot of product there, a lot of things to, to look at. And, you know, I really enjoyed walking through there. Had a lot of um, product that, that interests me because some of it was Tacoma, you know, related. Um, but they were by far my favorite. And plus, Justin with 23-0 was there. So uh, that, that was an added bonus. Yeah. <laughs> He is always a trip. I mean, uh, the <laughs> very first year he was in the Artemis booth, and we got to hang out with him for for two solid days. And he is so knowledgeable on all the on all the tents and the different things that uh, you know that he sells. But I mean, just a hoot to be around. Uh, you got to hold the ki- the ears of your kids if you got them around. But he is a hoot to be around. Um, he said, they said MB Quartz had a great, awesome booth if you like yeah. audio. That's I walked buddy, by Michael. there. Um, it was so, it was, it was very neat. They were outside. Uh, they had a great deal going on. Uh, I think that was kind of tempting for you, wasn't it, Tony? Yeah, it was. I actually went out there and I looked at my buddy Michael and I went out there and uh, we looked. They were selling, you know, do-it-yourself kits to upgrade the Gladiator and the JK. I think... You know, Michael and his brother each bought one of those kits. Wow. So he had his Jeep Gladiator tore apart as soon as he got <laughs> home putting that stuff in. So That's uh, awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Well, what did y'all think about the layout? Um, you know, with everything being outside and the storytellers. And, um, you know, I think uh, he, had a, he had a big area in the center for CBI. Uh, Red Arc was in the back, and then I uh, had an East Wing and the West Wing. Uh, what, what, how did y'all feel about the layout? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought it was good. I enjoyed, you know, everything really kind of seemed like it flowed very well. Um, yeah. This, this, the storyteller seemed like it was kind of, kind of almost in the middle, you know, between the outside vendors and the entrance to the, the two wings. So, yeah, I mean, I thought it was good. You know, having nothing to compare to, it it did flow really well, like Tony said. You know, you didn't have, uh, even though you had groups of people standing and talking, you still had room to get around them. And, you know, it wasn't a lot of, you know, 
feet to feet walking. You you know, it was laid out really well from, from yeah. the experience yeah. that I had. Yeah. Well, there was a, there was, I thought it was really cool that, you know, from where uh, attendees parked, they had to walk past all of the storytellers. So I've yeah. been seeing uh, tons of photos of the yeah. storytellers on people's Instagram pages because it was almost like you were forced to go by there and, and visit with them. And I, I think that was a great idea for Chris to put them there. Yeah. That way you actually had to go by there and see all these people that, that had the built rigs that have lived this lifestyle. You could talk to them, learn from them and see what they were doing. A lot of people got pictures made with them. It was just that I think that was a cool idea. Yeah. There's so many things that I did not get to see. Um, yeah. I did not get to go in the back where the red arc booth was. I didn't get to see the, the quiet cat bike, course i saw people riding them all week but i didn't get to see the course i didn't see that either um so I, I really don't know how that went now those bikes are amazingly cool i love the fat tire electric bikes i think they're a great idea and of course they make some some of the best that you can buy so i yeah. think that was a uh, you know i can't talk whether that was a good addition to it or not because i didn't get to see it but yeah um also i didn't get to attend any of the classes me either. Um, yeah, me either. Uh, they they had so many classes from ham radio to Gaia GPS to they had a chef there that was teaching about cooking and they actually cooked some meals and you could uh, take them with you. I mean, they had so many things that you could learn. Aaron with Switchback Outdoor Safety did an excellent job of making sure that they were announced over the loudspeaker when they were starting. Mm -hmm. uh, I think. Uh, um, Matt with uh, Overzark Overland Adventures actually had to do a second class for yep. for his Gaia class because there were so many that wanted to attend. So uh, Aaron with Switchback Outdoor Safety did an amazing job of organizing yeah. that and putting that together and, and taking care of that. So uh, didn't Brad do a class on lithium batteries? Did I read that right? There was a class on lithium batteries. Was, was it Brad or did I mistake that? Brad. Brazzle? Seems like uh, I may, I may, it be. may have been him. Yes. Yeah, it was him. So, yeah, that was one thing that I was like, man, you know, because that's another area that's fresh on my mind with our trailer is the lithium and solar setup. So, that was one yeah. thing that I was kind of hoping to get to see. Yeah, you and I both yeah, have just entered into the lithium world. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I've had some experiences already that I've had to contact Brad and ask him, you know, some questions that, that I didn't actually have a clue because i've never had a battery that you could actually take down to zero where you would yeah. have to you know restart it and it was uh i would really like to have gone to that class i think that would have been um yeah travis says he did a red art class uh oh. and that it was it was before the first aid class on friday okay so well brad uh brad brazel will be on the show in a couple weeks he has uh, started a new business of his own where he guides people um, Mississippi, Kentucky, and different places like that. So uh, it's a pretty cool thing, and we want to support him. He's always been supportive of us, especially when they were with Natural State Overland. So he's going to be on the show yeah. and uh, coming up pretty soon. So um, I think that, that we all had a great experience when it comes to more. Like I said, we all had uh, – we came from it at different angles. Um but you know when it was all said and done it was a great experience for us no matter how we came whether we came as a spectator or a vendor 
uh, or anything like that. Now, at the end of the show, here's my story. At the end of the show, we go and we uh, Porker was Porker had a thousand miles to go on an eight hundred mile trip, so he got out of there pretty quick. And um, oh, oh, here we go. Before I before I do this, Travis said, "What was your best purchase?" Mine was a Strep twenty two tool roll. I agree, Travis. That one's a pretty cool, pretty cool purchase. Yeah. So, Porker, what was your best purchase? Um, I got a, a light from Devo that, um, you know, you're always searching for um, better lighting, whether you're cooking, yeah. sitting around, whatever. But this light, on the way there on my 17-hour journey, I kept checking my feed, and this light kept coming up. Never heard of it before. And lo and behold, get there, and they're one of the vendors. So I go by, and I watch the the video, and, and the light is so impressive. Comes on a uh, telescoping mass, nine foot, does twelve hundred lumens. Um, it's in a, kind of like an octagon shape, and you can uh, have all of them lit up or turn it down to to a single panel. Three modes of uh, lighting: uh, high, medium, and low. And that was probably one of the coolest lights that I'd seen. And you know, when it's up nine feet, obviously it's going to illuminate you know, the area pretty well because the way it's designed, the, the light goes towards the ground. So uh, that's probably my my best purchase was that. Tony, did you buy anything? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, aside from the uh, propane tank mount from Jeff at Badak Adventure Co. and then the, uh, the iCamper Mini 3.0 from uh, Artemis, uh, I'd, I'd say my favorite one was that uh, that little uh, that drink that we had that had the rum in it. <laughs> that that one that one right there was was probably my favorite. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it what was a purchase! Good. Yeah, the seven dollar purchase made the yeah, show. Yeah, and see, I, I was uh, I was a foot all weekend, so I didn't have to worry about all that. So yeah. Oh my goodness! Well, right off the bat. I get there and Jeff with Badak Adventure Co. meets me out there and and I had talked to him about a month about a month ago and told him I said man I've got a little five pound tank that's on the back of my FJ we're going to be gone for about three three and a half weeks in June I've got an 11 pound that I don't have a mount for and he said you know, I've been wanting to do one of those. I've been wanting to market one of those. So let me get with my fabricator and see if I can get one. So right off the bat, he comes out here with this beautiful 11-pound awesome. uh, tank mount. And he and his and his guy go out there. And let me tell you, it was so freaking cold. And the wind was blowing 70 miles an hour. And yet they're out there installing this on my FJ. And I can't tell them thank you enough because... Uh, you know, it was, and he said, we brought all these tools just for you because we knew we'd be doing this. And, uh, so they were out there installing that and I absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah. I had, I had taken my tank before we went out there and I painted it black because my whole vehicle is gray and black and I am not putting a white propane tank on my gray and black vehicle. I ain't doing it. So I that's painted why, it black. That's it why I have good. snazberry paint. I'm painting uh, my I, tank I was too. completely out of snazberry paint. You know, yeah. I didn't have any more left. I'd used it all yeah. uh, for my daughter's bedroom. Yeah. And uh, so it was, <laughs> it was just one of those things where, 
Jeff just made my day right off the bat um, yeah. because it looks so good. Um, oh my goodness! There we go. This is gonna make the show, Aaron. Right. Best purchase. Don't bro me unless you know me. Shirt. Love supporting Long Creek Overland and creators. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, and if you uh, want any of uh, want any of uh, my professor stuff, you can go to Long Creek and and uh, get you a "Don't bro me unless you know me" shirt because that's exactly what I mean. So anyway, that was awesome. And uh, my wife, uh, as she loves me as much as she does, she got me the new Garmin Overlander. And I am so pumped to get that in from uh, CB Adventure Supply. He showed me some things that just blew my mind. Totally blew my mind. If you can take a step-by-step navigation, Bluetooth it to your phone, and it overlays weather on top of it, my mind was blown. It was blown. I could not believe it. Couldn't believe it. And I've got to see it from, I had to see it for myself. And he showed me that worked on his and it sold me. Then I had to convince my wife that I needed it. And, that, and she, she went in there and she's like, okay, let's get it. I, so I should, I should probably, yeah, I should probably clarify. Uh, I didn't actually purchase the iCamper mini that my, my wife bought me. Oh, bought well, she, you know, we all, that. we all yeah. have those amazing wives who yeah. make sure we have everything that we want and need. That's right. Uh, I know Porker feels the same way. So yeah. yeah, thank you, thank you, hon. Appreciate that. Yes. Yeah, and I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see the eye camper on the um, on the gladiator. I think it's yeah. going to look amazing. I think you're going to love the ease of setup because I have one. I've used one for years, and it is one of the easiest tents to set up. I actually came away with a twenty three zero Kabari. Which is uh, like the AU cab that pops straight up. So that was also another one of our uh, purchases that we made there. And then when we went to mount it at the end of the day, it it, it just went, did not went want to, to cooperate. No, it just went to heck real quick. Didn't, didn't it? want to cooperate at all. It was longer than my rack. The bolts wouldn't line up. They weren't long enough. Tony actually stayed around. Joe and Misty stayed around. Cotty Wapple stayed around for a little bit. And then they had to go, but Joe and Tony stayed around to make sure that I made it out of there. Was I was at least able to make it home with the thing. Yeah. Now, uh, Tony, Tony volunteered to go to Lowe's get some longer bolts. They didn't have any. Uh, he went all the way to Artemis, and he and Aaron searched for bolts, and he thought oh. he found some mounts. He came back with some mounts, and then then all of a sudden he was like, "Well, I've got these." Rhino rack. I've got the brackets you need. Brackets <laughs> that will mount to a platform. And I said, bring them on. So let me tell you, it looks it it looks hideous right now. It looks hideous. Because yeah. there is about a there's about a three inch gap between my platform and the bottom of of the uh of the tent. And on the way home, there was a crosswind of about 40 miles an hour. And that thing was like a parachute. I thought I was going to come up completely off the ground about four was times. Dri- was you driving? And I was driving, you know, trying to keep it on the road, <laughs> trying to keep it on the road. It was absolutely awful. Uh, but you know what? I made it home safe. We all made it home safe. And uh, so I'm going to spend the rest of this week and Saturday and part of Easter Sunday, probably uh, <laughs> trying to get this, tent mounted the way that i want it because if it don't look don't look good i ain't having it 
Yeah. But I, I'm very excited about this tent. Yeah. I was, I'd never seen one before in person and it's going to be so easy to set up, so easy to take down. And it's going to make our trip that we're taking in June that much more enjoyable because if we move every day, you really need something that's easy, especially if you're old, like I am. Yeah. Me and Porker are old. Yeah, Tony's the old. baby of this bunch. Yeah, and hence the why Porker's getting a new high camper mini 3.0. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm yes. talking about. World premiere. That world goes. premiere. On every I'm, show, we have a world premiere. Porker's I, getting an eye camera. I'm just holding out hopes that it comes in in two weeks. You know, before. Well, before, before, before I just before, got. I just have to say this. Two out of three of us in the last three weeks have been in the hospital. Yeah. And so we really need to take care of ourselves and whatever makes our life easiest. That's what we, that's what we got to have because that's not a place you want to be. Yeah. And, um, and so I am the only one that has not been in the hospital because of my superior condition and I want to keep it that way. Uh, so, you know, I had to come home with this Kabari and I, am really excited that, that this is going to make a huge difference in my setup because I was not happy with the one that I had. Uh, Travis said, I wish I could upgrade my tent before my June tramp. I want the OVS one Bill has on his Gladiator. Um, that's a good one. That's a lot like um, – that's the, isn't that a clamshell? A lot like the – Yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but, yeah, it's a it's very similar to yours, I think. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's cool. Um, that one – is a good one. I love the style. If it's if it's something like the eye camper or something like the IU cab, I'm a huge fan because those are real easy to set up, take down. And if you're going to be moving around every day, you don't want to be the guy. You don't want to be that guy. Everybody's yeah. ready to go and you're still packing up, right. still trying to get your tent done, having to ask for help, doing whatever. So it's it's really going to make a huge difference and and I think it's going to be amazing. Right. Woo, man. More Expo was amazing. Yeah. More Expo was amazing. I can't believe that it's actually here and gone already. And, you know, it seemed like when it was in April, it wasn't ever going to get here. And now it's already come and gone. And uh, now, you know. Now it's like, now what? Now what? Well, now what? We in, got two about weeks. A, in two about weeks. In two weeks, we have the bonfire, bonfire. rendezvous. Uh, talked with uh, Randy and Rick at Natural State Overland, who you're supporting their shirt and yeah. supporting them because they always support us. Yep. Uh, Bonfire Rendezvous is going to be where, Tony? Mulberry Mountain uh, Lodge Resort. Mulberry Mountain. I just I just call it Mulberry Mountain. I can't remember Mulberry if it's Mountain. a lodge or resort. But yep. Yep. Mulberry Mountain. Um, just, it's going to be Friday night and Saturday night. It's a kind of a... It's kind of a, just a place where you just go and you hang out. You can go do some trails if you want to. You can hang out. You can cook. You can just sit around, uh, talk to people. They have a big bonfire one of the nights. They give away um, all kinds of uh, different things while they're there, but it's mostly just an unorganized event where people just gather. Yeah. And I think that's the way they like it. So yeah. it's, uh, it's a pretty cool time. I hope if you are anywhere near – uh, the central or west central Arkansas, you put that on your calendar and come out and support them. I know they, they told me that they had quite a few people that were coming in for that, so that ought to be pretty fun. Yeah. So put that on your calendar, and then uh, we have 
Big Iron Overland Rally that's happening the second week of June, June 10th through the 12th in West Mineral, Kansas. Uh, if you need tickets to that, get them while they're hot because that's going to sell out. And uh, that'll be a time where you actually go and see why they name it Big Iron because that thing is massive. Rendezvous in the Ozarks will be in October. And between somewhere between here and there, uh, I'm going to be in a place where very few people will be able to find me because that's where I'm happy. Yes. And you know, this is more expo was one of those things where it, it's not my cup of tea. If, if I was planning a vacation, going to where everyone else is going to be, is not usually a vacation that I plan, but this is one of those things where you make exception because you get to meet new people. Yep. Uh, friends that last a lifetime. You get to see people and meet them in person that you only see on TV. And you get to see all the new and exciting gear that's out there. So yeah. it ends up being something that you actually want to make sure that you go to every year. That's right. Oh, yeah. So anyway, I think it was a good time. I think everybody that went believes that they uh, had a good time and they came out of there wanting more. And, uh, you know, I've been seeing posts about it every day multiple yeah. times yep. a day and i Many think we times. will continue to see that for a while now yeah so guys good show i enjoyed recapping our weekend together I yeah miss you guys already thanks for uh, having me on more tonight thanks for coming on buddy i appreciate um uh see there's rick rick's coming in late enjoyed seeing you last weekend rick we just talked about the bonfire uh yeah. we, we told everybody about it it's coming uh not this coming weekend because that's easter and uh we do not want to upset the the god in heaven by having the bonfire on the easter weekend so it's after easter weekend yeah and it will be at mulberry mountain we want to make sure that you put that on your calendar friday saturday leave sunday or you can stay however long as you want i don't care it's not up to me it's not my place i think but, that I think they're actually, uh, I think the bonfire is actually just the one night, but I, I think we're going to go for two nights. Two nights? I think we're going to uh, try to go for two nights. Um, I, need, I need some campfire time. What night is the bonfire on? Is Saturday I believe, night? I believe it is Saturday night. Saturday night is the yeah. actual fire. I think so. So, uh, Rick, you know, uh, I think last year we camped on Friday night and it rained about 19 inches. Yeah. That night. And then we had the bonfire the next night. It was a beautiful night. Beautiful night. So uh, I love Rick. Yep. He says it's Saturday night and we will be there. Would not miss it for the world. So we're going to be there. Probably roll in on Friday, stay till Sunday uh, if we possibly can. So we'll have to look at the calendar and see about that. But that is something that we always do. Have not missed one. We're going to fire it up on Saturday night. That's right, Rick. That might be our first trip out in our trailer. Like oh, actual trip, so, yeah. the trailer. Yeah, so I love it. We uh, we we may pull the trailer up, but I may stay in the FJ because that'd be my first night in the FJ. Yeah, but you know I've got the biggest awning in the world on the on the trailer, so uh, in case the weather gets bad, I got you, a big place to go. You could put you could put your FJ under your awning. Yes, that thing is huge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I, I can tell you this. I'm going to have my Timbo Tusk out there cooking. Yeah. I'm going to have my trail-rated coffee out there in the mornings. 
and I'm going to be having a good time with with Natural State Overland because them boys and our original fire. And I'm going to be having the fire flicker. Uh, so. You know, that's one thing about the the events that Natural State put on. You can actually have a fire, and yeah. I love it. Yeah, I absolutely love it. So, put that on your put that on your. Uh, <laughs> his awning is known as the party tent. Yeah. Yes. Do not need tickets to the bonfire. No, it is a free event. Uh, you do not have to uh, come out, Michael Crowder. Thanks for asking that. You do not have to have tickets. Uh, you just show up and pick your camp spot. Uh, I do believe that you have to pay a little bit for camping. Yeah. Uh, but you do not have to. Uh, it's just a gift back to the community from Natural State. So they just love getting together with everybody. Um, so it's just a time where they just like to put on. They'll have the wood out there. They'll have the fire. They'll do some giveaways. And Rick will talk. You know Rick likes to talk. So he'll get out there and uh, he'll probably have some tickets. So when somebody doesn't say their their number, what do they say, Tony? They say, burn it. Burn it. Burn it. Burn it. What everybody says. So he'll burn it. <laughs> yeah, I know, Rick. There just might be some giveaways. So. Anyway, thank you all for joining us tonight. We appreciate you being on the show with us. Tony, uh, oh, as always, thank you for coming on with me. Porker, all the it. way out in West Virginia, thank you for being here. I appreciate you coming on with us as we recap more Expo. More Expo 23 will be next year. Who knows what it will bring? We have no idea. Um, Chris has uh, probably got something in his mind. He does. I imagine he's still asleep. He does. Sunday. He's already so got. He's resting. He'll recuperate, and we'll put it together. But until then, I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope you live the best life that you could possibly have. And when you go through this week and you deal with the people that are out there, maybe the turds, maybe some kids, I don't know what you deal with. But as you do, look out for number one and don't step in number two. Have a great week. Professor and friends, 2022. Thank you for watching. Professor Bats and Friends. Professor. Bats and Friends. Professor Bats and Friends. Enjoy the Professor and Bats and Friends. Professor Bats and Friends.